This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hello, hello, hello. Today is Friday, October 6, 2023, episode number 427. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You're in the litter box with Jules and Cat Turd. Hey there, Cat. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. What's happening today? Oh, it's Friday, and we're all glad. <laughs> we couldn't be more thrilled. Oh my gosh. Well, it looks like the left is putting out another hit piece on us. You know, they just never, <laughs> they never cease to amaze and surprise with oh, all their no. big ideas. They're so creative, aren't they? It's the same old nonsense all the time. It, it's ridiculous. It really is. They're going after MAGA any possible way they can. And so they're putting out all of these articles. They've already swatted you. They've already tried to dox everybody here. They, they do the same old thing. And it's because they're so insignificant. That's really the basis. They want us to report on them to make them significant. You realize that, right? Yeah. So a lot of times these reporters, they 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 have these eighteen page hit pieces in these magazines, you know. And these and these reporters got what five thousand followers on Twitter, and no response, and nobody ever talks to them. Mm-hmm. And then if I just even say something negative about it, then they they get all that attention that they deserve. So just about any time anybody writes a negative article, I won't mention it. <laughs> that just, well, just makes them more week. mad. I mean, it's every single week. That's the funny part. They are not making the news. Kat, you ought to be really proud of yourself because not only do you report on the news, but you're actually making the news. Now, that takes a special kind of talent to be able to do something like that. So I am very proud to be on the MAGA team, I have to say, and we're not going to stop. This is what they fear the most. Why would we stop? These are the kids that would tattletale on everybody in school. I mean, they would pull the ponytail and then just sit there and wonder why they got spanked in the, you know, principal's office. I don't know, but it's gotten completely out of control and they're just ridiculous. So we're not going to give them any more attention. But what we will do is ask you to subscribe to our channels and to create a channel on Rumble, to be a part of Rumble, because there are not a lot of free speech platforms out there. And so we're going to use our promo day today, since we're not going to be advertising to promote Rumble, because you know what, they're the reason why we're able to bring you content. We're the reason why you're able to laugh on this show. We're not sitting up there sending smoke signals right back and forth to one another and coming up with our own language to skirt around subjects that should be talked about conversations that should be had so it's another day in paradise over here but this is what we got this morning and it was from chris pavlovsky and that is the ceo of rumble he said they keep coming at us they are trying so hard to create a bs narrative because they hate the independent creator creators are kicking their arse okay and we are 
As the saying goes, first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, then they win. So, of course, you've got this article. Hello, I'm writing an opinion article about Rumble for The Independent. It argues that as a result of Rumble's neutral stance on most content moderation decisions, a culture has developed on the site, encouraging the spread right-wing conspiracy and at times violence. Do you have a comment? Thank you for your time. Sincerely, Josh Marcus. So we were among this group. Even Dinesh, who is going to join us a little bit later on during this show, is listed for his movie 2000 Mules. Isn't that a coincidence? I get these. I I get these. Hello, I'm a reporter for So and So magazine. I get them every day. I know I do too. Would you care I'm to so, comment? I'm going to pretend to be so nice while I'm calling you a right wing conspiracy theorist and, and, and an idiot. Exactly. I'm sorry, but this is so ridiculous. I really wish that, that I don't they care had what left wing else to report on, but they yeah, don't. yeah. Okay, so I'll explain it to the left wing <laughs> rags real quick. We're not the propagandists. We're telling the truth. You're the government bootlicking Democrat propagandist commies, mm-hmm. and everybody knows it. You're the liars. You're the one that spreads disinformation. And we know why you do it. We're, t- we're truth tellers. You're liars. Exactly. I'll just make it simple for you. It's real easy. And and here's the thing. We know why you do it. You do it for interviews. You do it for clicks. You do it for attention. Because there's not much going on on the creative side on the left right now. Hollywood yeah. is dropping like nobody's business. I live in Hollywood. I should know. I mean, <laughs> you've got writers that are going on strike because they're afraid of AI will take their jobs and everything else. The talent has gone out the window. So all of those people that you appoint to be on the big silver screen in order to get favors in return, it's just not cutting it anymore. You've got to have some serious talent to be able to survive this industry. And they don't. And it's showing up. Nobody's showing up for their award shows, their comedy shows, showing up for concerts, anything like that. It's over. They just don't have that natural talent. People are craving the truth. They want the truth. People want the truth. They're tired of liars. They're sick of it. They really are. They're sick of living in fantasy land. So this was fun. So it, while you're at it, if you don't mind, I've got a show that I do every single Saturday here on Rumble. And so if you will subscribe, it's Jules Jones Live, and you can head over there. We have a show. We spill tea at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time every single Saturday. We do deep dives on subjects. If you want to visit the website, you can go to JulesJonesLive.com. And hopefully I'll see you tomorrow at 3 when we spill some tea. So we've got a lot of things to cover today besides all of this nonsense. Every one of these liberal articles also they write about me, which is I don't even read them anymore because it's just it's all the same bull crap. But they all say one thing. They all say, well, I just don't understand how this guy so full of hate has two million followers. Every one of them say that. And the translation is whoever's writing these things. How does he have a bunch of followers that I don't have but 3,000? How does he get to me? And I'm smarter. I'm well-educated. I went to Harvard. I got a degree in this and a, and a BA in this and an MA in this and a QRC in this. And I'm educated. And he's just stupid hillbilly. How does this happen? How? That's all it is. It's so true. It's sad. It really is sad in a way because they really do expect just to automatically get those clicks, those likes, those followers. And you've seen it on, especially on social media. There are all these bot farms. And as soon as they start clearing them out, you have thousands that disappear overnight. And primarily on the left, the government was controlling social media platforms. They were controlling speech. Who doesn't want to have a healthy, normal conversation about different things, whether you agree or not? What's the harm in in having that? But not the left, no. They don't want anybody to disagree with them about anything. Nothing. Even if it's in your constitution, even if it's your civil liberties, even if it's in the Bill of Rights, even if they're your God-given rights, they do not care. They want to be able to strip those rights from you. And it's not going to happen. That's what we're fighting against, and we're going to continue to fight against it. So... I don't know. The left's been able to bully people for a long time. Yes. Like, we're coming after your advertisers. We're doing this. We're going to bully you. We're going to shut you up because we don't want to hear your voice. But all you have to do is just not give a damn. And and once they figure out, they'll leave you alone sometimes. But, you know, once they figure out, hey, they're not going to shut up no matter what we say. We don't. I just don't care. 
Well, you have um, a bigger reach than anybody on the left, all the networks. I mean, you start looking at their numbers, and those aren't even their actual numbers. A lot of those and are I'm suppressed. Farms, right. I'm suppressed double what I was on Twitter 1.0. So Twitter 1.0 used, used uh, um, shadow bans and search bans to throttle everybody. So mm-hmm. uh, Twitter X, what they do now, they, they got algorithms. So uh, and they got all these words that'll just shut your account down basically in half, which they've done to mine. But all the words are everything a conservative says a hundred times a day. So it's the same exact, um, uh, uh, you know, non-free speech. It's the same thing. It's the same thing they did on Twitter once. And it's worse for me, way worse. Well, you've really had a bout of it, but I think you've handled it quite well. I mean, you've been you know very upfront about everything. But they're We're the dangerous ones. Now. I know, but they're the dangerous ones. I mean, they, they've really had a vicious way of going about it, including the swatting incident. And there were a lot of people that were doxing you, including these journalists, or at least they claim to be, that have integrity, or so they say, because they work for a lot of these rag, these different rag magazines and newspapers. And the intent, I mean, th- this was to harm you. This was to harm you, your property, your animals, and everything else. That was the idea behind it. So they're absolutely the opposite of everything you, they claim to be. Sad. Why do you need? Why do you need a degree to be a journalist? Exactly. <laughs> Seriously, you just start day one and it. do it any time in this day and age. <laughs> exactly. You want to start just like go, you know, question people, write your opinion. You mm-hmm. don't need to go to college for that. Right. Waste all that money. Nope. And end up with 3,000 followers griping about somebody named Turd has 2 million. <laughs> it's wild, isn't it? The, the whole yeah. thing has just gotten crazy because they're just so jealous. And you're funny too, Kat. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Well, yeah. You have humor. Well, you got, you know, while all you guys are in college getting brainwashed even further in your liberal indoctrination, I was in the real world. Right. And you were working the whole time, too. A lot of people don't know your past. You also served this country. A lot of people don't know that. So, you know, they're in for a big surprise when they start digging into your past. But it's really interesting that we would have Dinesh D'Souza on today, because with all of this going on, you've got Hillary Clinton, who is talking about this. This is in the headlines. And see, they're going to be pushing their tools. So People like The Independent, Rolling Stones, all of those rag magazines and all the different people that have written article hit pieces on us. Well, they're going to be out in full force, so expect it. You even had Newsweek that came out with the story on how they were going to start separating us into lists. Well, Hillary Clinton herself, okay, she calls for a former formal deprogramming of strong Trump supporters. Yeah, I kid you not. Hillary Clinton is calling for it. MAGA extremists are taking orders from Trump. Oh, really, Hillary Clinton? I think it actually works. Orders for Trump? Mm -mm. We do not. We're not on the payroll or anything else. Never even spoken to him. Nope. We got our own minds. That's right. We make up. They just want to shut down free speech. They've used every tool available: the disinformation, misinformation, hate Mm. speech, extremism, and they just keep talking and talking and talking. We. And and we can say whatever we want to say, as long as we're not, like, trying to promote violence. Uh, this is our opinion, and we're going to say it. There's oh. nothing you can do about it. The election was rigged. The vaccine sucks. Masks don't work. There you go. That's it in a nutshell. Eat it. If you don't like it, close your little ears. <laughs> you know, put some cotton in your ears and, and crawl into the fetal position and get and put your thumb in your mouth and, sit in, 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 and whine for the rest of the day. They are terrible, aren't they? I don't they? care what they Silly. say. and. It's just like we don't, we don't, we don't, uh, uh, we don't dox them, mm-hmm. we don't, we don't swat them, we don't do any of this stuff that they do. We, you know, and and that's just how they 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 can't play fair. They can't beat you in the arena of ideas. All their ideas suck. All their ideas are failures. Uh, uh, nothing they do works. Everything they do. Just you want to see a Democrat one hundred percent run a city? Just go to Philadelphia. Go to where you live, Tent City. Go downtown New York right now. You'll see it. It's a complete disaster. The whole thing is a disaster, and everybody knows it. This is an invasion of our country. They do not have it under control. When you start putting these people into police stations because you don't have a place to house them, you have a problem on your hands, okay? You absolutely do. Citizens in this country are going, what's going on here? These people are here illegally. Is, Is somebody just not doing their job? Well, apparently, and that's why we need a strong Congress to make 
sure that we can impeach some of these people that aren't enforcing the laws of our land. So Mayorkas, he should be impeached. Ray, impeached. Garland, impeached. Don't even give it a second thought. Get the job done. Quit talking about it. You have plenty of reasons. You have every single reason why these people should not be holding office, why they should not have security clearances or anything else. If you want to make this country great, then quit allowing them to you know, go full throttle on all of us. Because that's what's happening. And that's the message that the right is giving when they do not stand up for our basic principles, our God-given rights. That's the problem. So you've got Hillary Clinton over here, of course. And she's always been this way. She has been talking about this for years. Another gross display of internally bitter Hillary Clinton. Hillary sat down this week. The failed 2016 love reminding her that she lost to Donald Trump by a landslide, by the way told everyone that uh, on this interview that Trump supporters need some sort of formal reprogramming. Hillary even suggested re-education for Trump supporters. Frightening. What, what, what has Hillary ever done? What has she ever won? Okay. She ran for, she, she, she you know, of course, she's the most cheated on woman in history. Mm-hmm. She got Bill Clinton. She lost her law license. Mm-hmm. She uh, uh, she was you know first lady, and he was in there uh, 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 you know getting BJ's from interns while she was first lady. Um, so you know failure, 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 failure. Law license failure. She ran against Obama. Obama beat her. They gave her the Secretary of State job so she would stand down and let Obama try to win. So that was a, a, a you know agreement they made for, for the endorsement. So she's given that job, not voted in. Then she ran again against Trump, lost in a landslide. She was a senator. How was she a senator? They wanted her to be a senator for two months, <laughs> so so she could say she did something before the Secretary of State. You know, not just the most cheated on woman in history, but the Secretary of State. Uh, so they they went up to New York. Uh, you know, the people from Arkansas, the governor of Arkansas, and they pretend to live in New York so they can so they could get her that seat. And she ran unopposed. So she's never won anything. You know, she's been a total failure at everything she's ever touched has turned to crap. She's a total failure human being. Um, everything she she's ever touched. Yeah. <laughs> according to Podesta. According to, yeah, according to Podesta, she smells like uh, a bowl of cabbage. cabbage. <laughs> So if that's not any reason, then there you go. Now you have reason. Oh, my goodness. But it shouldn't surprise you at all. In fact, they're already doing that here in California, as a lot of people are very aware. The left has always been upfront about their plans. This isn't the first time. List camps, they've always been part of the same scheme of things. They have already punished children in California for not using the right pronouns. I kid you not. Eric Spracklin put together this video. Hillary Clinton just said the quiet part out loud about the need for Trump supporters needing to be re-educated. But this isn't the first time we've heard this talk from radical liberals. Remember the Bernie staffer that was caught on hidden camera in 2020? Okay, well, here's the actual video. It's really it's really good. I'm so glad that they did this investigative work a couple of years ago. It's been going on for quite some time. The only alternative to sending political opponents gulags was to kill them. All right, listen to this conversation. You're not gonna get you're not gonna get Bernie to say gulags, but like I'm all aboard for gulags. Like I, I I feel as though there needs to be re-education for a significant portion of our society. I think he is too. I mean, but you can't as running for president in the United States. You can't say you can't say anything like that, right? Well, and then like you said, I mean, if people don't want to get on board, it's you know. You were saying that the gulags are better than whatever. Putting them against the wall. Yeah. And the alternative, instead of like trying to like re re-educate these people and put them back into society, the other the only other alternative is to f- you know what I mean. You're not gonna get you're not gonna get Bernie to say gulag. So there you have it. They've been talking about this is their dream environment, right? They can control people, re-educate you, put put you into camps so that you are programmed, reprogrammed. I mean, this whole thing, it's not a joke. 
it's unbelievable that it's here and they really feel like they can get away with it. So you've got the New York Post that was talking about this. You had a California school district. They suspended two children for five days for misgendering. And this incident took place and then they subjected them to a training called restorative justice. All right. This is according to an email reviewed by Fox News Digital. I kid you not. They put these kids in this particular re-education camp. So they're trying it here. I've, I've been very vocal about it on the show. They try things in California to see if they can get away with it. And if they can, it's a go. What are your thoughts on this, Kat? <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Who would buy into this? Really? Good gracious. Parents, come on. They, the the laugh, just when you think they can't do anything dumber, they do it the next day. And they're just going to keep going. And at some point, there's going to be a breaking point. I think the breaking point's already happened with all the transgender minors. I think that was the breaking point where society's going to say, these people are crazy. They are. They absolutely are. And here's the article. I'm dropping it into chat so everybody has it because it's already started. That's the thing. That's what once we hear it in the mainstream media and once you have tools like this latest, this latest hit on Rumble and everybody else, it's already in the works. They're already there. They have a plan. They've got Hillary Clinton sitting on her perch, right? Trying to explain why this is a good idea. They're trying to paint you know, all of the Trump supporters, which is millions One of the biggest and millions criminals of in people, history as uh, extremists. The, the, Hillary Clinton, one of the biggest crime family, uh, treasonous traitors in the history of our country. We're going to put them in gulags, not me. Please. Not me and and my husband, rapey Mr. Epstein Island, rapey boy. God. Well, I mean, they're, they're, how many people accused him? I mean, my, my God, how many people come forward? Uh, Credible people that said Bill Clinton raped them. Mm Mm-hmm. And then why did he go to Epstein Island 30,000 times? Gross. Gross. I'm telling you, that dude right there so belongs in prison. They all they're, do. They're just all, pri- they're just all privileged. They can do anything. They can, they can uh, uh, you know, do anything. They can do anything. He could do anything in the White House. They can do, any, just, they, they can do anything. They know ne- nothing's going to happen to us because we have a two-tiered justice system. Well, and they know that they are losing. They've lost public opinion. They lost the last election, and they lost it by a landslide. Never have we stopped elections, okay, and then had a completely different result. Basically, they shut the whole operation down until they were able to— Brought in the fake ballots. Exactly. Everybody knows what happened. They know they're losing. Yeah, now and now they want it. To, now they're just going to do it, just like with Carrie the Lake. Hey, let's just count one county in Arizona. Let's keep counting. It's going to take us a month to count a county, mm-hmm. and then uh, just keep counting until uh, uh, the right person's ahead. And as soon as they get ahead, shut off the voting. This is this is what they're they just have. cheating. Yes, they're they just are. cheating. That they're just cheating, and they're cheating in massive ways, and everybody knows it. Nobody has uh, faith in our elections no more. I think Rasmussen did a poll and like 67% now think that the election was stolen in 2020, that there was cheating going on, massive cheating. Well, times they are changing, I'll tell you what. And that's why they're clamping down so hard on everybody. It's because they've lost the narrative. They've lost the message and they know it. Nobody's enthused about what's happening mm-hmm. in our country. It's, they tried to crank up COVID again oh, about a month ago, and nobody bought it. And they had to stop. Remember, Biden's going to wear a mask. He's not been wearing a mask. They were trying to. They were trying to push everything. They went full court press worldwide trying to push COVID again, and nobody bought it. It's so true. And meanwhile, you've got Hillary Clinton who trashes Trump as a wannabe dictator. I mean, really, you're not even on the same level as President Trump. You lost to President Trump. Go crawl back underneath that rock that in which you came from and, and be gone. We, we, don't, we don't need you <laughs> to tell us what you think anymore, Hillary Clinton. We didn't care then. We don't care now. You never broke the glass ceiling. So what are they trying to do? They're trying to put men in women's sports. Okay, I have a problem with that as a woman. So when you talk about glass ceilings, that kind of takes us out of it, wouldn't you say? I mean, the whole thing, it's just gotten so, so bad. And I'm just so, 
they they try to do a victory lap with the with the job numbers today, which is hilarious. Mm. Because Democrats now, anytime a Democrat is in office, they're going to come out with let's say three hundred thousand jobs. They will revise it down to one hundred and sixty the next month, every single month. Now, when Trump was in, they'd say, "Oh, look, only three hundred thousand." Then they would revive it ahead to five hundred eighty thousand the next month. It's all a lie. But when you break down these numbers, they're hideous. So. Uh, part so of the three hundred and fifty thousand jobs, okay, full time workers minus twenty two thousand. Look at that. Part time workers, one hundred and fifty one thousand. So half of the job numbers were part time workers. What is that? That's people getting two jobs because they can't afford to live in a, a, a Biden economy. And then the other third, government jobs. Imagine that eighty-seven thousand IRS. It's workers. hideous when you break it down. It couldn't be any worse. And they're out there. See, Bidenomics works. Please, Bidenomics is really. I remember the days of Trump being president and how great our country was doing, how it was thriving, even though he was being People attacked. Were building. Yes, they were. When look, I, I do a lot of traveling, especially around areas. But I used to really travel them. And when Obama was president. And then now Biden, you never see anything. You never see any new construction like out in the country, houses being framed, concrete being poured. You don't never see it. When Trump was president, it was just like you could hear nail guns going, hammers going off every neighborhood. And that's how you know if it's cranes clicking. You know, they knew all these fake that's where we what we had in, in Hollywood in LA. Cranes were all over the place. Now you've got a lot of empty buildings. I mean, they're just shells. A lot of them haven't been completed or anything else. You've got businesses that have moved out. I mean, you want to talk about an exodus in California. Yeah, those California policies are really working. You're going to find a neighbor of yours soon to, that's from California that fleed this state because they had to start all over again because California is completely sucking them dry. That's just the reality of the situation. People cannot afford to live here anymore, to take care of their kids, to put a roof over their head, food on their table. It, it's bad. It's real bad. And it's only going to get worse. And now that you've got illegal aliens that are coming into our country that should not be here, they're taking better care of them than they are American citizens, veterans included. It's it's a really bad they situation. They don't give a damn they about veterans. They don't care anything about anybody but themselves. Have you, have you ever heard the the Biden administration talking about veterans one time? Mm -mm. Or do they talk about transgender rights? What do they talk about more? The climate change hoax, transgender uh, child surgeries, or veterans? Mm. Trump this talked about veterans about constantly. The trans surgery, because it's another money-making business. You have to understand, that's a whole culture now. They are making as much money on that as they do with plastic surgery, probably even more so. That's the idea. This is a money-making industry. That's what it's all better about. Better get it fast, because when you start pumping... When you start pumping the opposite sex hormones at a young age and start cutting your body and mutilating your body, I mean, how long do you think you're going to live? You think you're going to live to be 80? No way. No, it's just not. It's not. You true. can't mess with nature like that. You can't mess with what God created. It's, you can't take the hormones of the opposite sex and start pumping them in your body and expect to have this long, happy life. It just isn't possible. Chemically. Not mentally. Chemically. Exactly. Well, Vigilant Fox says Senator Senator Rand Paul, he targets Fauci on primetime TV, says he belongs in jail without question. This of course he does. Fabulous. He's a traitor. Absolutely. This guy is an absolute traitor to our country, and he came straight out and said it. And he contended that Dr. Fauci publicly dismissed these claims as conspiracy theories, but privately expressed concern about the virus being manipulated and gain-of-function research in Wuhan. Furthermore, Senator Paul claimed that Dr. Fauci provided contradictory statements to Congress denying any involvement in funding gain-of-function research in Wuhan while privately acknowledging the possibility. This is perhaps the biggest cover-up we've ever had in the history of our country. And million Americans died, and we deserve to know what happened. 
Well, he handled this exactly like he handled the AIDS pandemic as well. Same way, people were separated. You weren't able to vote. I mean, look at the timing of the whole thing as well. They tried to deny that it even came from a lab, even though now the FBI is saying, oh, oh yeah, it kind of indicates that it was from he a lab. He treats everything like you got leprosy, don't he? Yes. In, the, in, the, in the biblical days. Yeah. He really does. He does. He treat, I mean, the, he did the same things to the AIDS patients back when it first came out. I mean, he's the one that did it. Yes, he did. Just just horrible, horrible stuff. And and so now you've got, of course, Putin, who's ready to pounce. He threatens the West with total... Pouncing in- Putin! <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd like that word, Kat. Yeah, so he threatens the West with total nuclear destruction, leaving no chance of survival in the event of a strike on Russia, as he warns his Satan to... And the flying Chernobyl missiles are ready for use in ranting anti-U.S. speech. So he's not even holding back. He's not even playing anymore. He said that no one in the world in their right mind would use nuclear weapons against Russia. So it looks like he may have some intel about what they're planning to do. And of course, this is why you've got the rhinos and the establishment very concerned right now with what's going on in Congress, because they're worried that the U.S. is not going to continue to fund this war. Remember, we have been funding the entire thing. You've got Europe and everybody else trailing behind us. And nobody can answer you. Why is it our responsibility to 100% fund a war halfway across the globe that's a regional dispute between two people that it's regional it is it is and nobody everybody says it ain't a liar is okay if it's world is it going worldwide this episode is brought to you by shopify do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real pos you need shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory shopify pos has everything you need to sell in person Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The, the damn war hadn't moved 15 feet in six months. Now they're, they're trying to sell you and they're going to take over the world and they can't push Ukraine back 10 feet. I know. I, I mean, this I is mean, just, it's ridiculous on its face. It has been ridiculous, Kat. I mean, the the whole thing, they have put us in an incredibly dangerous situation. And we know it. I mean, we're, we're very aware of what they have been doing. They threatened that all of these things were going to happen under President Trump. They didn't. They happened under Biden. They continue to happen. This chaos and everything. Well, now you've got Mayorkas, who's walking back his comments on an immediate need for a border wall after the backlash. He says his statement is being taken out of context. You know what? He should have run with that whole thing. Told you his law. Yep. They're not even. Told you yesterday. Don't fall for this. They're never going to build a border wall. It's Mm. just a trick. Mm. Ever in a million years are the Democrats going to build a wall. They need these voters is what they need. They absolutely need him. That they are trying to replace us. It's a year from the election, people. folks, and they're going to pretend like they're full, even though they've left it wide open. Let ten million people come across this border and destroy the United States. They're going to now pretend like they're big time border security people. I mean, who can? Who's fooled by these absolute childish morons anymore? Unfortunately, there are people that are. That's what just surprises everybody. I, it really does. I, we just go. What is going on here? So, yeah, he's walking all of this back. And it's it's craziness because we know exactly what's been happening over at our border. And it's frightening to see. We know what's happening in the schools. We know that they don't have a place for a lot of these people. I mean, that's why they're in police stations and everything else. They don't have a house for them. I mean, this should upset everybody. It really should. I mean, therefore I am. I'm Mimo says, I don't care what side of the political spectrum you're on. This should make any hardworking American furious. These Chicago kids, all right, there is a youth football program in the Austin neighborhood will be kicked out of their neighborhood field house so it can become a shelter for illegals. Over 600 residents met last night to oppose this. This is the result of keep keeping voting blue, right? No matter who. This is the result of that policy. Look at this. These kids can't even play their sports.
children this is where they play this is what they this is what they look forward to this is their community and you're going to have them give up their spot for illegal aliens that shouldn't even be here i'm sorry this this has gotten it's it's looking it's a terrible issue and it's going to cost them this could cost them one of them once in a generation landslides and that's why we're going to build the wall we're going to stop, and then, and then the next day, remember, we're going to start deporting people to Venezuela, back to Venezuela. They're not going to deport one person. They're not going to build one foot of wall, just so everybody knows it. Yeah, that is absolutely. It's, just, it's a year before the election. They're going to pretend like they're all about the big border security now. If they won again, they'd open it right back up and let 20 more people run in. My goodness sakes. Well, it has definitely been just so frustrating for everybody to watch. And it looks like we have got our guest here. Dinesh D'Souza is with us. Hello there, sir. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well and good to join you. Um, I apologize for being a moment late. I was just um, looking for the link <laughs> to connect. No worries. We're going to send you a fine for being two minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> or send you to the gulag. I mean, that you know, that's been Yeah, we're going to put you in gulag. Oh, my gosh. Welcome back to In the Litter Box, Dinesh. I know you have been incredibly busy. We have had so much fun showing your trailer to the show. And the Littermates, they, they are having so much fun with this. You know, what a crazy time in our history for all of this to be playing out. You do a film on it. Just today, you were mentioned on a independent article with us rumble put it out there i guess they're doing a hit piece on all of us together and it's coincidence that you're going to be on the show that same day so welcome <laughs> you're in good company thank you <laughs> well you know as you as you know this uh this film was plotted probably a year ago i just saw a lot of different signs that uh the distinguishing characteristics of police states. I mean, things like mass surveillance or censorship, uh, political targeting, political prisoners, the attempt to uh, neutralize the opposition party, in other words, to establish a one-party state. All of this was suddenly uh, apparent and manifest here in the United States. And it seems like every day there is, as I look left and right, I just see so much evidence supporting this thesis. I mean, today we have Hillary Clinton talking about uh, deprogramming MAGA supporters. We have the Newsweek expose about the fact that Trump and the MAGA movement are now in a kind of explicit way a target of the FBI. So we are moving into pretty scary territory. I would say so. Oh, my gosh. I, but you know what? They're not even trying to hide it from us. They, they're doing it right there in the open. And they're using the tools of the media to go ahead and convince just regular people that live in our country and even around the world that this is okay, that it's all right to do this. It's not okay. We've got freedom of speech, our God-given rights. That's what makes our country great. One of the things that Hillary Clinton said is very telling. She said, well, these people are like a cult. And we have to uh, think about deprogramming them. Now, this language of describing people who are your political critics or opponents or dissidents as a cult is very reminiscent of what the U.S. government did in Waco in the 1990s. And in fact, as you say, a lot of Americans cheered. Oh, yeah, they're burning these homes. You see women and children being roasted alive. But you know what? It's OK, because these people are kooks. They're cult members. And so my point is that while I see some social media comment to the effect that Hillary Clinton has gone nuts, she's gone off the rails. No, she actually knows what she's doing. She is dehumanizing us. Uh, and very often that dehumanization is a prelude. It leads to incarceration and perhaps even extermination. Frightening. I don't even recognize our country anymore. It's pretty scary. It, it really is. And it just keeps getting worse. And of course, it's a political season. So we expect for it to get worse before it gets better, especially Thanks. with as well as Trump is doing in the polls. 
Did, did, did you hear I got swatted last week? You know, I saw that. Um, <laughs> and, um, and, 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 you know, look, I mean, we make a movie. For, I don't know if you saw, but Elon Musk tweeted out the trailer. So it's gotten an ungodly, I mean, a huge, awesome. number, huge number of views, really exciting. But it's it puts us, you know, uh, the the police agencies of government now become aware of you and the movie becomes a threat to them. And um, and so we all have to be a little careful. I'd say if you don't mind, I'm going to play just the teaser real quick for our audience so that they can get a grasp of what this movie entails. Check this out. Chief Division Counsel and DOJ have approved a no-knock breach. We want the subject to be on display, doing the walk of shame, full visual impact. Any questions? Are we becoming a police state? Government told American citizens they couldn't go to church on Sunday. For the first time in my life, I'm saying to myself, am I going to get a knock at the door? FBI warrant, come to the door now! The Patriot Act and FISA were used against Donald Trump. These individuals have commissioned the biggest propaganda play in U.S. history. They don't go after the people that rigged the election. They go after the people that want to find out what the hell happened. We don't need to have a crime. What we need is a person to look at. And then we go find out what crime you did. FBI! Our focus is shifting. Our main priority as a bureau is going to be domestic terrorism. It really paints anybody who's right of center. If you're a pro-life, pro-family Catholic, they define you as radical. These are anti-government. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. We can do anything we want. Yeah, that's great. Gosh, it's good. Wow. I mean, what a day to this have. Needs this needs to be made, too. This really needs to be made because everybody knows. What, I mean, it's just, it's like every month it gets 10 times worse. You know, this is the power of a film because you and I could talk about this, but it's very difficult, particularly in America. America is a country defined by innocence. We haven't had the kind of horrors that Europe experienced in the last century. We haven't lived the kind of life that people in other countries have lived. I mean, I have because I'm an immigrant. I grew up in India. But the truth of it is Americans have not seen anything like this. And so the idea that we could have a police state here is really hard for people to get their head around. So the advantage of a film is that you can bring it to them. You can show them up close the hot breath of the police state on your face. Um, and it's not just Trump and it's not just January 6th because people will go There's some guys who will say, well, I'm not Trump and I didn't go in the Capitol, but I pay my taxes. I'm a good guy. So this could never happen to me. And I'm, I'm going to try to show that guy that you couldn't be more wrong. My goodness. I, I tell people all the time, you know, I expect any day uh, for them to do anything. Come knock on my door, arrest me for anything. I don't take I don't put it past them framing me. There's no telling why, you know, I expect it. You know, uh, years ago when I had my case with the Obama administration, I was stuck into overnight confinement for eight months. And somebody asked me, they said, well, you know, are you, were you scared of like the other guys who were in confinement with you? And I was in confinement with some guys who had served some pretty serious offenses. And I go, no, I'm actually not scared of any of them. I'm actually scared of the people who run this place because they have, I have a locker they have full control over my locker. If they put drugs in my locker and then I get, you know, 10 years based on that, that will surprise me less uh, than me getting into some trouble with one of the other inmates. That's actually something I'm less worried about. So this really tells you that we are at a time when a lot of the thugs we have to worry about are thugs with badges, thugs in authority, and a thuggish regime that has that sprawls not just across the public sector, multiple agencies of government, but involves academia, elements of the media, digital platforms, nonprofits. So it's a it's a sprawling octopus we're dealing with. Oh, it truly is. I can also warn anybody that in in the if, if it's not on your side and they're like, well, I don't like that person. I'm glad this is happening. If you think it's going to stop there, it's going to turn on you one day too if you let it happen. 
in the end, it, it surely will. Now, in the in the short term, when when leftists say to me, you know, I don't have to worry about being kicked off YouTube, uh, or I don't have to worry about the FBI coming to my door, they're right because they are the people who are helping to build, to construct the police state, and so they are temporarily immune. But of course, as we see with other police states, once they're fully established, then nobody's safe. Uh, uh, Stalin went around and killed all the rival communists and all the uh, tons of people who were party members, and they did not expect it to happen to them, and it happened to them last, but nevertheless, they were not immune. No question. So your new movie, Police State, it premieres on October 27th. In the trailer, you asked the question, are we becoming a police state? The answer is yes, we already are. And you will either be ignored or targeted depending upon which side of the political spectrum you're on. For example, Hunter lies on an ATF form 4473 while purchasing a firearm, being addicted, and nothing has happened yet. Trump tells an FFL, a federal firearms licensee, at a gun store in South Carolina that he wants to buy a commemorative Glock 45, and Jack Smith instantly threatens to bring new charges against him. Providing Trump gets reelected and embarks on a mission to eradicate the deep state. One, does eliminating the deep state diminish the police state? Or And two, how successful do you think that campaign will be considering how embedded the deep state is? There is a, a deep state uh, and there is a police state and they're not the same thing. The deep state is a part of the police state. So when people think of a deep state, they think of something that is deep, which is to say it is concealed, it is behind the scenes, it is hidden. Now, there are a lot of elements of the police state and I mentioned academia, I mentioned the media. You know, if you go on the YouTube guidelines, you can see right there out in the open that if you dispute their orthodoxy, not just on election fraud or COVID, but on the trans issue or abortion or climate change or a whole bunch of other things, they're going to shut you down. So that's there's nothing kind of hidden about that. It's right out in the open, like I said. Um, now, uh, the, the deep state itself extends today to many, many agencies of the government. It's not just the FBI. People say, Dinesh, you're making a film on the FBI. No, uh, the Department of Homeland Security is 10 times as big as the FBI. They're much more actively involved in censorship. They are also involved in political targeting. And then you have the State Department, the White House. You have the CISA, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency. You have the CDC, the Health Authority. All of these people are involved. Uh, a word about the film, it's actually in hundreds of theaters on two days, October 23rd and 25th. We bought out these theaters. And if you go to policestatefilm.net, that's the place to buy tickets. You just kind of put in your zip code, boom, it'll show you all the theaters It's playing near you and you buy your tickets and go. Or if you want to watch at home, there's a virtual premiere on Friday, October 27th. Oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah, I'm going to definitely great. watch it. You know what? 2000 Mules was awesome, by the way. <laughs> I still haven't gotten over that movie. That is a fabulous movie. And so this one, I have no doubt, is going to be just as great. There's so much that has happened. In fact, the police state has an impressive suite of crime-fighting tools at its disposal. Massive amounts of intel is collected through Signet, Signet uh, Signal's intelligence. It's an intelligence gathering by inception of signals. So they've been using PRISM. It's primarily comms such as phone calls, emails, and texts. We know we've been spied upon. It's very obvious by all of these different tools. That data is ported to the NSA, Bumblehive, UDC for storage and data mining. AI predicted that cybercrime fighting tools predict when and where a crime may occur. Now, that's what they're saying. The algorithm's bias can be optimized to ignore one faction and focus on another. How do we guarantee the technology is used for good purposes like crime fighting and not for bad purposes like political targeting? What controls can be put in place? Well, you're describing a, uh, a problem that is um, so obvious around us because think about it. We have all this political targeting. We have FBI raids on um, a pro-life activists on uh, we have FBI surveillance of moms who go to school board meetings and at, the, and at the same time we have rampant criminality in our major cities so at the first glance you are hard-pressed to explain this because why would a police state allow this in fact most police states don't 
go to China right now or even North Korea and try to go hassle someone in the subway, the police will show up and beat you to a pulp and you may never even be seen again. So police states normally guarantee law and order. But our police state doesn't. Our police state wants a certain measure of criminality, wants looting. And think about it, if they didn't want it, they could easily stop it. So quite obviously, they are programming their algorithms. They are structuring their bureaucratic systems in a way that political targeting is far more important to them than going after the real criminals. No kidding. No question about it. It is just nonstop around here. And and people are truly fearing for their lives. Now, recently, since you brought up Hillary Clinton, I think it's good to talk about the whole Dana Perino. She greeted Hillary Clinton at the CGI in a rather admiring way. On X, you commented that a lot of people were confused about it. I believe that Perino's admiration of Clinton was crystal clear. I mean, can you add some dimension to what how you took that whole exchange? Well, I mean, I just saw it in the larger context of um, the unraveling of the Fox News Channel. And this is a real pity because uh, as it is, certainly when it comes to television media, we are outgunned, we are outnumbered, we have very little on our side. One of the few sort of weapons that we seem to have was Fox. And then when Roger Ailes left and and ultimately Rupert Murdoch turns over the reins to his sons, the atmosphere changes. And I would say Fox is now, I mean, there are some conservative things that are talked about on Fox, but you're, on the other hand, Fox has become completely unreliable. Let's put it that way. They're no longer, they're no longer kind of uh, a part of, a part of our side, if you will, and taking on the other side. And so it's a big loss for us. And it's, it's, to me, it's a real pity. Um, you know, I, I know some of these people, I've dealt with them over the years, they're not bad people, but I think they are a little too timid, a little too fearful, a little too conformist. And um, and when, when, when the environment turns dark in the way that it's turning in, in this country today, we need people who are, are more steadfast, who are more courageous, and such people are sometimes in short supply. I'd say so. That's the truth. <laughs> My goodness, you're you're a lot nicer about that than I was when I talked about it. Good job. <laughs> well, it's just that we're you know we're in a um, we're in a we're not in a normal phase of politics, and uh, it's you know it's it's a little bit like you talk about law and order, and Republicans like to say things like you know I'm standing on principle. The other side can be a gangster side. We're not going to do the same thing. Uh, we're better than that, Dinesh. And I say, all right, if you're living in a lawful community, you've got cops, you've got law and order, then you want to be ultimately a citizen who plays by the rules. But then if you're going out in a covered wagon out west and it's in the middle of the 19th century and there are outlaws with long guns who surround your ranch and they want to burn your homestead and rape your wife and kill your kids. And, and then if you say things like, I'm not going to go go for my rifle because... I don't want to be just like them, Dinesh. Uh, you know, I'm better than them. I'm a person of principle. I'm, I'm going to write a strongly worded op-ed in National Review Online. I mean, the, you, would be, you would be so out of it, so deranged, so unable to comprehend the gravity of your situation that I wouldn't even know what to say to you. And, and that's how I feel sometimes, not just Dana Perino, just dealing with a lot of people the, who are the, in the Republican Party. Yeah, the entire Republican Party is fight you know is pillow fighting right now and they're throw and they're throwing nuclear bombs and i mean j just the example of uh adam schiff the biggest liar has probably ever been in congress in the in the history of the united states they were afraid to give him a five dollar fine and they and they said it was cause of principles and they're just not in the fight uh, it, them days are over the, the hey i'm a principles and we don't want to do this because of this it, it's just you're going to have to uh, – I'll, I'll give you an example. I've been saying for two years on this podcast the only way they're they're going to keep coming across that border. So, you know, ideally you want them not to cross the border or to send them back. So that's not going to happen. So what's the next solution? And I called it. I said, you turn every liberal city and you just send – you just empty out Texas. You send ever uh, L.A., New York. Uh, uh, Philadelphia, and you don't only do that, you start sending them to, to the Hamptons. You start sending them to Martha's Vineyard, Aspen, everywhere the Democrat elites play, everywhere their home is. And believe me, things will turn around. And what's happened over the last two months? A total 180 of so many Democrat governors and mayors. 
Well, this this shows you that uh, that you have to give them a taste of their own medicine. Look, exactly. For in a little different uh, area, but same point. When Elon Musk sub- suspended some liberal journalists on Twitter for one day, for 24 hours, you should have heard the shrieking, you should have heard the tears, the screaming, not to mention the fact that you had passionate defenses of free speech, long quotations from John Stuart Mill coming from these same people. So while they're doing it to you, they're gleefully engaging in censorship you do it to them and they quickly discover the virtues of free speech it's incredible and, and, and we're and we're and we're and you know we're, you're going to have to get some tough people to fight this thing because it runs deep it, it really does and everybody's like well why couldn't trump defeat the deep state and i'm like this do <laughs> you know how deep it is and how many people in that washington dc sewer it's like 99% of the people are like that there. And and, and there's th- tens of thousands of employees. And there's also a very corrupt structure of incentives. And, and here's what I mean. If you think, for example, about the ordinary FBI agent, that guy is perhaps not a bad guy. He, you know, he's got a mom, he's got a wife, he lives in a three bedroom house. Why would that guy go smashing into the apartment of a 70-year-old grandmother, fling her to the ground, pull her by her hair, twist her arms behind her back, put handcuffs on her, drag her down the stairs, pull her into the street where her neighbors can come out and gloat and humiliate her in this way? So in other words, how does a police state get good people to do such horrific things? That's one of the questions I puzzled about as I thought about this movie, because ultimately it's not just evil people doing this to us. It's evil people who are able to recruit good people into their cause. And so explaining all this, showing it, unraveling it, this is the power of a movie. I want to take people into the bowels of the police state, show them how it works. I also want to show them how it affects ordinary people. And that, I think, is going to motivate people to say, okay, enough is enough. I'm going to do something about this. There's no question about this being an assault on the nuclear family. Under the Biden administration, Catholics, pro-life advocates, and parents who want to be involved in their children's school education, they're now considered to be domestic extremists, which is crazy. The radicalized, divisive police state that is evolving in the U.S. is different and more frightening than police states that currently exist around the world. We're watching this in real time. I mean, the next phase, or are they going to put us in gulags, or, or what's the next thing these re-education camps so the questions are this is the agenda driven by some combination of the deep state marxist democrats and globalist leaders is there a more sinister faction involved if trump is re-elected and takes on the deep state is this enough to change the course of the evolving police state trump is dealing with one aspect of this and i think that in a second term he would recognize that that he needs to uh, root and branch transform these agencies in other words rebuild them from the ground up and um uh, the because the the rot really runs pretty deep but uh, this does not solve the problem of the private sector uh, academia. I mean, a lot of times, if you take something like censorship, it is these these academics who are idle and they spend hundreds of hours, you know, looking at the social media of people like you guys and me, mm-hmm. uh, and they monitor the stuff we do and they make long lists and then they. So what happens is the government then takes these lists and sometimes they give it directly to the digital platforms. They put it into a portal, but other times they have a middleman handoff. And so there'll be these nonprofit groups like the Stanford Internet Observatory, the Virality Project. The government goes, hey, here's the list. You guys take it over to Twitter, to X, or you take it over to YouTube. uh, And that way we'll stay out of it. So the government, in other words, is not directly allowed to suppress speech. So what does it do? It does it through surrogates. Um, So, look, I mean, ultimately, we have to fight this in the courts. We have to fight this in the Congress. We've got to fight it with Republican attorneys general and secretaries of state. We need rival institutions that are able to be to, to deliver education and media and movies. So there's a lot of work to be done. And uh, Trump is a part of the solution, but he's not all of it. That is so true. I mean, this recent Newsweek article was really something. The FBI is expanding the police state by creating a new terrorism category for Trump supporters. I mean, 
Really? Are they going to stop us from being able to vote? I mean, I know that's their, that they would love that. But I mean, is that the ultimate goal is to basically classify us as felons? So we're not able to even participate in society? Well, their, their, um, their goal is to shut us down, shut us up, uh, put the fear of God into us. I mean, think of what they've been doing to the Colorado Christian baker, you know, Jack Phillips. Yes. Uh, they sue him. They destroy his business. He goes to the Supreme Court. He wins. And you think, okay, phew, he has a long fight, but he won. No, the, the day that he wins, they sue him again. Uh, because, and it's not even about him. It's about making him a public exhibit and saying to everybody else, listen, if you follow in this guy's tracks, you try to stand up on principle, you won't bake a cake, so to speak, in whatever sphere of life you live in, we're going to destroy you in the same way. It's so true. What are your thoughts on the recourse? What can we do? How do we fight this? Well, like I say, this is not a case of just individuals saying, what can I do? Well, there are things you can do. You can become a poll watcher. You can become a poll observer. Uh, you can help ensure the integrity of elections. So there, there are specific things an individual can do. But ultimately, it is about our side, which doesn't have the fighting psychology, if you will. Uh, they have a defeatist psychology, a fear-driven psychology, and uh, they falsely think that standing on principle is the right way to deal with this situation. Uh, they even think that just appealing to the founders, the founders wrote all these documents. Well, documents can't save you uh, because ultimately you can ignore what the documents say. What if you have courts and progressive justices who look at the Constitution and go, who cares what it says? Mm -hmm. Or I will use my interpretive cleverness to get around whatever it says. Um, so the founders ultimately created a structure of divided government checks and balances. And they also, in the end, hoped for a virtuous citizenry. And by virtue here, we mean also the virtues of courage and creativity and political resourcefulness. Uh, so that was the really the meaning of Ben Franklin's I'm giving you a republic if you can keep it. So far, we haven't been very good at keeping it. We need to do better. Oh, my goodness. Well, I cannot wait to watch this movie. Dinesh, I mean, this is going to be great. People ask me all the time, you know, what can I do to help? Well, this is one of those things, you know, uh, uh, this movie's coming out. So fill up the theaters. This, this When 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 our side does something or makes something, and I'm sure it's not that hard, easy to do, uh, support it. Support it and fill the theaters when this thing comes out. And so, so Dines can make another movie and another one and 4,000 mules here. <laughs> so, well, so. I mean, you know, if you're Michael Moore, it's really easy uh, because you go to a studio, they give you $10 million, you make a movie and they handle everything for you. They say, okay, Michael Moore, you're booked on The View tomorrow and you're going to be on Bill Maher's show the next day and you're going to be on, you know, Good Morning America the next day. And so Michael Moore's only job is to make the movie. On the conservative side, it's more difficult. You need legal expertise, you need to raise funds, you need to make the movie, and then you need to market the movie. And you need to do all those things. Uh, and then if you don't get a return on the movie that you, typically what I do is I go to investors and I say, if you give me money, I will work really hard in the market to get the money back to you so you can give it to me again. I call it recycled philanthropy. <laughs> so ultimately yeah. we're doing this for the cause. We're trying to make really good films. We're trying to make them successful in the market so we can create a viable cultural alternative that doesn't just rely on donations, but relies on producing really good products that are making a real contribution to the political debate and to the culture. Well, you are absolutely doing that. Dinesh, thank you so much for stopping by and joining us today. We've been playing your trailer all week, and we'll end this show with your trailer as well. But thank you for everything that you do. You are you have a podcast as well. I, I don't know how you have time to do anything. I mean, I really don't. It's like this is your world, and you do it so, so well. There's What got you involved in all this? Just real quick. how did Where did the passion come from? Well, I think it's, uh, I'm an immigrant, you know, I came to America at the age of 17, and I was just kind of almost like a kid in a candy store, thrilled with all the, uh, not just the opportunity and abundance of American life, but the basic rights, all right there in the Bill of Rights, the right to free speech, to uh, freedom of conscience, to petition the government for grievances, to right to assemble, obviously equal rights and equal justice under the law. And I just saw with dismay the way in which one by one, usually under some pretext, oh, it's COVID, oh, it's January 6th, 
you know, you see censorship coming in, you see the, the even basic rights like the right to assemble, the right to go to church are suddenly called into question. So none of our rights are as secure as, as they were a generation ago when I came to the United States as a student, as a teenager. And so I feel a strong sense of urgency. I, in fact, I feel a little bit like the animal that is sort of warning the herd that there's a movement in the trees and we need to take protective action before it's too late. Oh, my gosh. Well, you just keep doing what you're doing. And we're going to be looking for this film in the theaters, Police State. It's October 23rd to 27. Any final words you'd like to leave us with? No, I think um, I think uh, go to the website, which is policestatefilm.net. And uh, I'll just uh, say a word about the virtual premiere on um, Friday, October 27th. It's going to be out of this magnificent studio in Las Vegas. We have live music related to the film, screening of the film, and then the live Q&A with Bongino. I collaborated with Dan Bongino for this film because I thought, here's a guy who was an NYPD officer. Uh, here's a guy who was a Secret Service agent. So this guy has some direct working knowledge of the organs of uh, the police agencies of government that are now metamorphosing into a police state. Oh my gosh, this is really quite the collaboration. And we've seen some of our favorites in the trailer. I mean, we've seen Cash Patel, he's in there. Jim Jordan, who may be the next speaker who's in there. You've got a lot of people that are talking about these issues and how serious it is. Because like you said, I mean, for us to keep our country, it, we're on a really tough track right now. We're really being tested just Americans in general. So thank you so much for your time. Again, that's policestatefilm.net. And it is going, premiere week is October 23rd through the 27th. Thank you, Dinesh, for joining us today. We really You're welcome here anytime, you. buddy. Thanks, guys. I look forward to it. Love uh, to come okay. back again. Talk soon. Thank you. Absolutely. Bye. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. Well, if that doesn't get everybody psyched and geared up, I don't know what will. This is going to be a fantastic film. You can go ahead and check out the website, policestatefilm.net. You can see that it's in theaters. This is going to be huge. Look at some of the names. You've got Nick Searcy. You've got Dan Bongino, Dinesh D'Souza, who we just talked to. And it is going to be fantastic. We need to make sure that we support the creators on our side. We're in a culture war like nobody's business. And I'm just excited that we've got the fighters on our side and the team that we have. I'd rather be fighting with these people than against these people. I can tell you that right now. Anything else, Kat, that you'd like to add? Um, I agree. You don't want the Trump meme team after you, no matter what. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> I don't care do what not. happens in your life. something you don't want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, if you're not doing anything tomorrow, I hope you will join me on a political rendezvous every Saturday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. It's going to be a great show. We spill tea at 3, and you can go to Jules Jones Live on Rumble. That is the platform of choice, but you can also visit my website, JulesJonesLive.com for updates, but definitely make sure that you subscribe to the channel. If you want to join locals, you can, but if you just follow, it's free and you can watch our show Monday through Saturday if you include political rendezvous free. I mean, on Rumble, you don't need these other platforms. That's what's so great about our movement. Anyway, I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. You be safe, be kind to one another, and we will see Bye. you later. Bye.